High on the U podcast, Miami Herald's Miami Hurricanes podcast. I am David Wilson, joined as always by Susan Miller Degnan, our Miami beat writer here at the Herald. Susan, how are you? I'm great, David. How are you? Good. Refreshed after the bye week? Uh, yes, I am. Yeah, so uh, obviously. I am. I'm ready to go. Yeah. Uh, and it's a, a big week for Miami. Really, this is kind of like when the, you know, obviously they've had some real big games already. Um, but this is really like kind of when the season starts. Uh, this next four, five weeks pretty much determine you know the season, right? It's yeah, and really or, these or, next these next two. I mean, I know Virginia Tech's coming off that uh, ugly, 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 ugly loss to Duke, um, but you you got that, and then you get Virginia at home on a short week. I mean, in a lot of ways, you know, I think when we kind of looked at the schedule at the beginning of the season, Virginia was obviously the preseason pick to win the. Uh, Division, Virginia Tech is, you know, Virginia Tech traditionally probably right behind Miami in terms of historically the best teams in the Coastal. Um, it was kind of the, the two weeks we circled on the calendar as this was going to be the make or break stretch for this team. And it still kind of feels that way, even though Virginia Tech is worse than we thought. Yeah, Virginia Tech's absolutely worse <laughs> than, we, than we thought. And, uh, and Virginia is, I think, pretty much as advertised. Yeah. Right. Yep. Pretty much. Um, and uh, yeah, these these games are very important. And you know, if if you would have asked me a few weeks ago, um, you know, based on what's happening, you know, how I think Miami would do in this game, I, I would have probably said, "Oh, Miami's definitely going to win big in this yeah. game." And I, I mean, I don't, I'm not, I'm not sure. I don't, I don't think, I definitely think Miami is going to win this game. Yeah, I mean, they're a pretty significant I, favorite. Yeah, and, and after, you know, what Miami's gone through, um, you know, Central Michigan um, basically just talk about ugly, horrible yeah. game. But, but at least Miami won that game. Right. Okay, Virginia Tech lays an egg. And, on Friday, yeah, and has the worst loss at home in um, since before Beamer got there, right? Exactly. So pretty much, the, they've never had a loss that bad in the time that they've been like a, a relevant program, <laughs> right? Yeah, really, really bad to a Duke team that is you know three and one, but it's it's not like not even, even like that's Virginia. Yeah, I mean that that was the worst Virginia Tech loss at home in forty five years. Yeah. Okay, since 1974. And the thing about Miami is Miami is still there. You know, there are a lot of, well, there are a lot of good things about Miami. Right. You can there say now. And yeah, there are a lot of positives. And, that, and nationally, they're doing well in a lot of um, areas. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I know it's a sample size of what four four games yeah, and now, two but, against not particularly good teams. Okay, but it's still it's still everybody else has played not particularly yeah, no, good I know. teams and um and Miami has and played honestly, Florida and North Carolina who came one play from beating yeah. Clemson so this past week. Um but um, Virginia Tech, forget it. I mean, I'm I'm looking at their yeah. They're not. There's nothing. No number. Terrible, hundreds, hundreds. There's no hundreds. silver linings for them. Like there is for, for Miami see, right now. No, they're like down <laughs> in pretty much every single area. Yeah. So, um, and they're coming here after a, a bye week. 
No, they, no, they had a, a bye they have week. a long week though. They, I'm sorry, that was the game they played last week. Miami has the bye week, which is kind of interesting. They lost this past game. Virginia Tech lost this past Coming game a after bye. a bye week, which is a lot like Miami in that North Carolina. Crime. But again, the it, I mean, I think the way that Miami, the way to look at Miami right now, considering you know four games into a tenure with a new coach, a new offensive coordinator, um, new quarterback, two freshman offensive linemen is. Uh, they've hit their peak, I think, offensively. They hit their peak against North Carolina, you know, going, I think, five close to 500 yards in that game. Um, you know, really lost that game more because of the defense than anything the offense did and, and some special teams. Um, and then against uh, Central Michigan was, like, as bad as it can get, right? You know, they had yeah. fewer yards in that game than they did against Florida. Like, if – that's what's going to happen when you – I mean, that was really kind of the big thing that Manny spent a lot of this week talking about was with that offensive line. If they play the way they did against North Carolina, they probably shouldn't have much trouble with Virginia Tech. But if they play the way they did against Central Michigan, then it'll be another game that's closer than it should be. Yeah, absolutely. And I – you know, hopefully for Miami's sake, they didn't, didn't actually hit their peak for, Right. I'm saying the, the so peak far, that they've hit so far. Yeah, so far because, I mean, with – you know, eight regular season games right. to go. You've got to hope that Miami is. It just shows you. Right. How, North what they Carolina can do. was a, yeah a showcase of what you know why they like why they decided to start Jakai Clark and Zion Nelson because they were both really good in the running game. Jakai Clark has been a good pulling blocker at times, um, but then against Central Michigan, obviously, it was all the the perils of starting two true freshmen. So right, true. You know, if it ever gets worse than Central Michigan, that's pretty bad. <laughs> Um, so they got to hope that they're, you know, they're, they're somewhere between a, what least, they were against North Carolina and what yeah, they were against least, Central Michigan. They got to hope they're closer to that North Carolina game on offense yeah, than they were and, this and weekend. Play with some life. Yeah. You know, not, don't be lethargic and yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, they need to really get into this game and it'll be interesting to see if some people show up at the stadium if more people yeah, show it's up. Yeah, I mean, it's a big conference finally, game, right? Well, the last yeah. couple games have been on the, the ACC, ACC network. network. Only way you could watch it for a lot of people was to show exactly, up. Exactly, but this game's on ESPN Yeah, uh, at 3.30, and um, you have to wonder if, you know, are people going to come and support the Canes? Yeah. It would be re- I think it, I am one who thinks it really does help the team. Yeah, I think, I mean, what, two years ago, that was one of the best crowds they had all year, right? The Virginia Tech. Yeah. Game. Was it a blackout, I think, maybe? And yes, it was. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was a cool game. So, you know, it's obviously because of what Virginia Tech is right now and because of what Miami is right now, it doesn't have that kind of hype. But it is still, you know, Miami, Virginia Tech. When they made these divisions, they put them in the, the coastal thinking they would be the Clemson and Florida State of the coastal, right? And that they would be the top two teams competing every year to go to the title game. And, and, people maybe they don't want to watch this on tv because i can just see the espn commentators i don't know if you saw on game day they were making fun of uh, of virginia tech oh last yeah week. yeah so yeah. a little bit i don't know if people picked it up but there were some comments <laughs> in there that were actually kind of funny but yeah. it's not funny if you're a virginia tech fan yeah i mean this so. is a game that the miami I, you know they should win handily right but yes. the, the question yes. is, and can they execute definitely. like that? Um, they have, you know, they, they, like I said, they have the potential. I think we saw against North Carolina that there are the makings of a good offense here. Um, I know people, you know, kind of 
get frustrated at the pro style, the the under center, the eye formation stuff. Right. But this team is good. If this team is going to be really good on offense, it's going to be because they run the ball all over teams. You know, like you know, they're averaging going into that Central Michigan game when they couldn't run the ball, they were averaging I think more than two hundred rushing yards a game. Um, and out of the I formation, they're a better running team. Um, that's kind of, I think, what the strengths already are for Zion and Ja'Kai Clark. If you look at it, a lot of their big runs go to the left mm-hmm. behind Zion sealing that edge and, and Ja'Kai often pulling over there. So the makings of a good offense are kind of there. It's just a question, like always, with a freshman quarterback and uh, two right. freshman offensive linemen and a sophomore right tackle and a redshirt sophomore center. Like, it's can they be consistent and, and when can they become consistent? Um, you know, I, we talked to Michael Pinkney today and, and Manny talked a few times this week about looking back at the 2016 Virginia Tech game when Miami kind of got crushed in Blacksburg. Right. Uh, and Shaq and Pinkney kind of looked out of sorts on the film. Um, so eventually, you know, something ter- turns with those guys. I think it takes a different some, time for everyone. I, agree. I think something um, will turn. I also think they need the big playback. Yeah. I mean, they need more than just one pass here and there. They yeah. need to, um, you know, somebody maybe catches even a, a, you know, a screen pass or whatever and um, and takes it to the house, you know, runs 60 yards right. or something. Or they, they need someone to kind of break out on one big play yeah. and score a touchdown and get the fans all Yeah, one of those long and, runs. And, yeah. and actually, those, those opportunities are there a lot against Virginia Tech because they're so blitz- happy it's honestly kind of a good uh recipe for miami like a good a decent potentially a good matchup for miami's offense because jaron gets the ball out quickly right when he's or when he's at his best he's getting the ball out quickly um and you know miami has really their issues have been when just they get you know the the four defensive linemen are better than their five offensive linemen and virginia tech is bringing six or seven a lot like there's you, you hit a quick slant and that can go to the house against a, a blitz happy scheme like that. So um, we'll see how Miami with kind of a two weeks to prepare, obviously. And just, you know, Danny Enos is still getting yeah, familiar Danny with, Enos, the, with exactly. the personnel, with the quarterback, with the offensive line. Um, we'll see how the offense kind of adjusts and whether, you know, they're going more toward, maximizing that short passing game that's worked well or, or if they're going to try to keep taking deep shots. and how, how they balance that is really, I think, the key for the offense, beyond just obviously the offensive line needs to play better. This week also for Miami, uh, pretty much as healthy as they've been. Uh, we've seen a lot of guys get back uh, on the practice field. Uh, it sounds like Nesta Silvera will make his season debut this weekend. We know Bubba Bolden's going to make his season debut this weekend, right. not injury. Um Patrick Joyner has been practicing, which is probably good because Zach McLeod's going to redshirt now, which right. I don't think we've talked about on here because that happened middle of last week. Um, do, do you kind of see it mattering that much? Guys like Nesta, Bubba, could, are they going to make a, a big impact, do you think, right away? I No, I don't think they're going to make a big impact <laughs> right away because I, I know fans get excited about it, and it is kind of neat because Bubba Bolden, Right, safety. Who he's the guy who I think could American. potentially play like twenty plus snaps. Yeah, or if, if 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 he's you know in in really good shape and and ready for it, I think so. Except that 
you know, he hasn't played in almost two right. years. He was the, he would to remind people, right, he was the safety out of USC, USC. Southern he Cal. Was like a, yeah, uh, Parade, American. Parade All American or Under Armour All American or maybe both, actually. Yeah, I think, I think he was like number consensus. top 60 recruit in the yeah, country. He was really, really, really good and uh, very long. Pretty much single handedly beat St. Thomas Aquinas. <laughs> as Mike Harley <laughs> talked about the read, other day. Read David B. Wilson's story <laughs> on that. But, um, you know, it, it, and I guess it was uh, Coach Bonda said that it, it all depends on how well he tackles. Right. As to how long he's out there, as to how long um, Bubba Bolden is out there. Because, it's again, it's his first game in almost two years. And tackling, the first game of any year, period. I mean, think of, is, them, yeah, think of the Miami-Florida game. They gave up a touchdown oh, because they missed... Three tackles Florida on a seventy a yarder or whatever. Right, and yeah. Florida missed a ton of tackles. It always happens in your first game, and and to think that he's going to be back. This is his first game in almost two years, and everybody else has been playing yeah. all season. So um, it's going to be tough for him. So there are going to be some sh- at least short term growing pains, right. I think, for him also. And they don't want to. I don't. I know this sounds funny, but it, he might be a little vulnerable. You know, starting out right from the beginning. I mean, he hasn't been playing. This is his a new right. team. It's a new program. I, uh, I think, I think Virginia Tech, in a weird kind of way, might target him, kind mm-hmm. of. Um, you know, knowing if if right. it's one of his first few plays or something, right? right. They maybe throw the ball his way yeah. to test him and stuff. Why it can't really hurt. Well, maybe it could hurt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, <laughs> if he picks it off, right, but that's I mean, kind of what he's known for, right? But I mean, I, I the, and UM doesn't want right away, not to mention having some play that really costs them. Right. Okay, they also don't want to, you know, kill his confidence or whatever. I think they've got to take it slow. As far as Nesta Silvera, um, we were talking about this. Um, he's definite talent inside, right? Mm-hmm. And um, but he's been out for yeah. a couple months or three months, two months. I don't Since know. I he's think been, end of July, like pretty much the start of yeah, training camp. He's been out for a long time, and he's one of the big guys. Yeah, okay, he's good. one of the hefty you know, guys. I think it was a foot injury. They it said was a foot, so foot those, those take time to yeah, and, get to one hundred percent surgery. So the the thing is, but not only that, his um, you know his energy level and his fitness level. Yeah. I mean, he's not going to just go in there and play every play. You just It's not going to happen. Yeah. So, um, and, anyway, um, yeah, that's, you know, that's for Nesta. I think we'll, we'll see him, and I, I'm not sure how many plays. And who was the other one? We got Bubba, and maybe. And maybe Joyner. Joyner's a guy they don't really necessarily. I don't, I don't think they have to rush him. I don't think he's going to. I don't know. I, I, don't, I mean, the they don't Manny, have to rush him anyways with Shaq and, and Pinkney. Yeah, the um, way they're talking about him, I don't, I don't think he's ready to yeah. get back yet. Maybe. I don't, yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. But also, um, I, I have to bring up a uh, popular player, Lorenzo Lingard. Yeah. Um, a tailback, running back, um, you know, sophomore, played six games last year. Then got and, hurt. And got, had a bad, pretty bad knee injury yeah. and went through extensive surgery and still has not played. And, you know, Manny, Manny Diaz said several weeks ago that he was cleared and ready to play. Mm-hmm. Then um, he got hurt again before the Bethune Cookman game. It might have been something with a head injury, but they never they never said it. That was the word that was going around. Yeah. Um, but uh, 
you know, Manny, Manny said, we asked about him again, you know, because, on, on so, you know, I asked Manny about social media. Does he have to, um, you know, d- does he have to kind of warn him or talk to him, encourage him and yeah. keep, you know, explain to him what's going on? Because some people are really kind of mean or kind of, I don't know. Antsy? It, yeah, but not not in a nice way on social media, and you know, I, you know, even it could be one person, but you know, yeah, it can get in your head. Yeah, t- telling him he and, should yeah. transfer and all that stuff, and and Manny said he absolutely talks to his players about that kind of thing, and uh, you know, uh, but Manny also Manny said he hopes that Lorenzo plays this week. He's hoping he can, but. Uh, but that he maybe he's not as far I mean, it's along. A tough, it it's a like, tough right, situation. David? Like DJ Dallas has been incredible this year. Cam right. Harris it's has really been very tough. good. Cam Harris has been very good. Yeah, yeah. Both it's hard them. to get more than two guys significant carries. I mean, a lot he, of teams will play three, but I agree. And what he's saying is, he's saying that he's just. It almost it made it seem like he's. In a way, kind of, he kept saying he's still developing. Right, it's more uh, than just his, you know, Lingard came in, he was a track star, he was supposed to be kind of a, a home run hitter uh, with with good size, and, you know, he's right. obviously, you know, the knee injury probably sapped a little bit of that speed, I'm sure some of it's still coming back, but then also he didn't practice for pretty much a practice. full year. Yeah, like, exactly, and he, and, um, and, it, and, it's this isn't high school anymore. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Many, many Especially, guys. I mean, they need their running backs to be able to block. You know, we've we've seen them. You know, they play eye formation. They leave guys in to uh, protect Jaron. Um, you know, it's it's more than just him making one cut and running forward, which I think, you know, I'm sure he could probably do that pretty well. Right. You know, be like kind of the the one cut back who's can hit a home run at any time. But and may, and may they want to do more than that, and they have yeah. two running backs right now who can do more than that. They and do, but they don't want, I don't know, they don't, they, oh, they I don't I'm, think they want to transfer, Oh, definitely right? not, so especially I, if, you know, DJ could leave after this year, and then if you've got Cam, they already had Asa Martin transfer out after a very, very, very brief <laughs> stay in Coral exactly. Gables. Yeah. Um, you know, they've got a really good freshman coming in next year, Donald Chaney, but, you know, it's a freshman, you never know, so. Yeah, I th- but personally, I would... Unless he's really still hurt and they're not telling us everything, yeah. you know, about Which is that. possible. Of course, but I, I, I think I would really like to see him play. Maybe they're worried he'll get into really well. <laughs> then they've got a then they've got a controversy, a running back controversy. But I don't, I don't. Th- I think they should. I would really like to see Lorenzo get some playing yeah. time and maybe get some confidence. And um, yeah, I mean, I it's, it's tough if if the game is close and DJ and Cam are your better options. Yeah, but all their games are always close. I know. But that's for, the problem, right? Cookman, they keep saying they want to get also all... close <laughs> until yeah, until yeah, the exactly. twenty minutes in or twenty five minutes in. Right. I mean, they keep saying they want to play a lot of guys, but in the end, they haven't done that. Right. They've really kind of stuck with the starters or tight rotations in most places, and, and it, it's hard to go deep when you're playing really close games yeah, all the time. I mean, come on, Central Michigan, seventeen twelve. Right. Like ideally, yeah, yeah. ideally central, you know, maybe we'll see more Mark Pope because he was really good against Bethune Cookman. We haven't right. seen it since. Maybe that, you know, guys can earn their way onto the field with games like that. And a Central Mission game, in theory, is the chance to 
you know, play Christian Williams for 15 snaps. And then if he looks awesome there, then you give him real playing time against Virginia Tech, but they haven't had – they've no, only had one chance to get guys in um, yeah, and the, to prove and themselves. you definitely do not want to put someone like a newcomer or someone who doesn't have a lot of experience in when it's super close. What if – I'm just saying something goes wrong, right? And then some guy fumbles it, or, or whatever. Uh, yeah, you just can't take that chance. Yeah, you have it's, to it's, have it's, I'm basically, it's just never so simple as just this guy has to play more. Because if right. he's playing, then someone else isn't playing, right? And yeah, although I'm saying I think I've said it that three times. I really you want to, it's yeah. kind of like I mean, what yeah, I said him. about Jeremy Williams last year. I mean. Yeah. Okay, that worked out. I <laughs> I don't think. But it almost did. It almost didn't, and I don't know. You just get this weird. Well, and it's also feeling, different with a you? fresh. You know, let's say Loring. Let's say I, Lingard plays enough this year to burn his red shirt, but not really enough to get playing time. He's You know, let's say he he plays oh, in four game, five games. Half his career is gone, and he hasn't gotten any real point like eventually there there does come a point where guys like all right i need to be on the field or and, this a, and i sense out. i looking we if you look at our photo today i mean we took a picture of him i think dur- uh, during the game mm-hmm. and he's just not very happy maybe it was when um was yeah. i mean was I anyone really happy on yeah, that, that no. saturday yeah, I mean, no, it's... but it's, he didn't have any... We haven't really... gotten to talk to him, obviously, but, you know, it, uh, frustration would obviously be understandable. Yeah, uh, for sure. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I, I, it would be fun to see him get in. Okay, that was yeah. the fifth time I said yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> he's, yeah, okay, he's, he's the new Jaron Williams, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, anything else we want to hit on before we get out of here? Um, well, we said ACC. Yeah, it's we, the we big... Know this is the real... See, we're in the meat of the schedule right now. It's... Six weeks, I think, in a row, right after this. Is that right? They play. Well, we know they have Virginia and Georgia Tech, and then Pittsburgh, right yeah. after that. Then Florida this State. This is four, right? Yeah, four. Is it Florida State after yeah. that? Five. Okay. Well. And Louisville, I think. And yeah. all those games, they can win. Yeah, I mean it's crazy. Why not? Like UM it, can win. as grim as it looks. For Miami, I mean, I keep saying, comparing, I keep they, contrasting I, Central Michigan and North Carolina games, but they play like they did against North Carolina. You know, assuming the defense is good, which it was not against North Carolina, assuming the defense is good, and the offense plays like it did against North Carolina, this they could still win nine or ten games. But if it, oh, the offense definitely. plays like it does against Central Michigan, they're not going to win another game all year. Oh, <laughs> it's like man. it's their fluctuation; it could fluctuate. To any extreme, That's and I, you, just, I would believe it. Yeah, it's very, very hard to know. Get that. I mean, that's I. I it's get that offensive line again. That's college right? football, though, right? Unless you're great, yeah. unless you're Alabama or you know even Clemson this year has had their ups and downs. Like it happens, and the good college football teams are the ones that show up on the most consistent basis, right? And, and that's Sam Howe. It's yeah. good. I've been singing his. But then praises. they lost that. I mean, again, yeah, they, they, they lost did. to Appalachian State. And, and, and well, but, and Wake, right? But and Wake, who's yeah, undefeated, Wake, but but has played some cruddy teams. Yeah, also. like it's, again, it's you never know who's going to show up, and the good teams are the ones that show up. I most just often. Miami, we say this every week, but Miami needs to win this game, and yeah, if it, they lose it, this game, they're it the it's, coastal yeah. races. Not looking good. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. The Virginia game's probably a little bit bigger because that's 
probably the favorite, but the next two they weeks. Need to. If they can win two in a row, I mean, um, yeah, you don't want you don't want to start two and three if you're Manny Diaz. Like that's just not the look you want. No, I, I want to avoid riding the honeymoon is over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the honeymoon sort of is still going, yeah. and it'll last until at least the start of kickoff I might, Saturday. I might have the word honeymoon in yeah. the next losing <laughs> story. But. Um, Anyway. So I think we will head out with that. Um, thanks, as always, for listening. Um, be sure to check out MiamiHerald.com all week as we uh, get ready for the the brunt of ACC season is here. Oh, and the, um, and, the, and remember, if you're listening, the Virginia game is on Friday night. Yes, yeah, so a Friday night. So. Yeah. It's, so we'll, be, we'll probably be back still middle of middle early next week uh, after the Virginia Tech game to, to get you ready for that. Um, yep. Yeah. Until then, though, Miami Herald, keep up. Uh, what did we write this week? What did you write today? About Check out Susan's story about Lorenzo Lingard um, and just what Manny and Jaron are doing to, to try to keep keep his spirits up. Um, we'll be seeing uh, – I, I wrote something on Trevon Hill. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you can check that out. Oh, we didn't even talk about that, but he's no. going up against Virginia Tech this weekend. Former Virginia, Virginia Tech, Tech player Hokey. last year, um, now playing I've against. written a lot about the offense this week, right. so be sure to check all that out. Um, you can follow Susan on Twitter, at Degnan, I think. Got it. And I'm at DBWilson2. Um, Remember the B, isn't boy? Yeah, DBWilson2. Yeah. Uh, so thanks for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Hi, everybody.